Dare Call It Ordinary, the podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the garrulous and globular Brent. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I was asking uh, my fiance for some good G adjectives. Yeah. And apparently that's something her mom says. Globular. Ah. Um, and so that's what you are now. That's good. It's nicer than going with goddamn. You know, oh, keeping a theme with the last I episode. Went with yeah. goddamn. My dad could not have listened to this one as well. So oh, that would have been canceled. We're going to have to have some <laughs> edits. Some <laughs> beep. I don't know yep. what the best method for censoring is. <laughs> I haven't learned how to, and I'm not going to. Yeah. And so since we only record apparently on holidays, um, it's a holiday pretty much every day of the year, if you look that up. Uh, today is uh, Friday. So what is it? The 26th? Is that right? I yeah. believe so. Let me check I... my watch. Yes. Yeah. The t- no, the 29th. 29th. Not even close. Yeah. So. Well, it's an upside down. It's close. Yeah. And Jimi Hendrix asked, you know, if six turned out to be nine, mm-hmm. I won't mind. <laughs> That's what I learned from Jimmy. It's hug holiday. So. Oh. Yeah, you have Hug Holiday Day written here. Yeah, Hug Holiday. That's what it said on the website. The website you sent okay. me, and then I looked at it, and it said what is on the twenty sixth, and there it is. There's a, there's like five or six. Yeah, so and it's not. It's one. not a. We're not celebrating hugs. We're celebrating Hug Holidays. Then yeah, the holiday day. Okay, so it's a Hug Holiday Day. Um, you know, holidays deserve a holiday. Yeah, I agree. Finally, yeah. breaking new ground here on. <laughs> On None Dare Call It Ordinary. So what are we talking about this week? Well, we're finally doing it. We're finishing up our series on crystal healing. It's been a wild ride. And so we're going to end with some more of the science or maybe pseudoscience would be a better term behind crystal healing. But we thought, you know, we've been we've been hearing a lot of these eggheads. You know, we've been hearing Indian Reiki master and all these people just trying to tell us how they work. But we're you know, we're sick of them. We want to know what the people have to say. And the best place to find the people is on the Internet. (laughs) That's right. So, okay, we've learned a lot about how to take care of your crystals, how they protect and heal you, and what the Bible says about crystals. Not a fan. Not a fan. So that's wonderful. But you might be wondering, what are the people saying about crystals? And by people, of course, we mean a handful of people from the Internet. Yeah, I mean, you haven't truly learned about a subject until you listen to what the mob has to say about it. Right. You always, that's what I do. I go to the YouTube comments, mostly just read the comments, four or five pages of comments. Yeah, you can't watch the videos. Yeah, you can't just do that. You're not going to get the truth that way. (laughs) Even InfoWars, even if you're watching those InfoWars videos, that's not, even that's propaganda. You got to go to the comments. They know what's going on. Straight to the comments. That's right. So if you go to ask.com, you know. One what they're about. Oh, so that's where asking. you make commands, right? You command <laughs> people at ask.com. Yes. So you ask, uh, and you and the question that was asked was why crystals have why crystals have healing powers. Well, you'll get a variety of results. The first one is this fun one. This, like most other psionic topics, is widely debated. However, it is well known that they do work. The simplest answer is that nobody is really sure how they work, although there are many theories. You're going to see that the widely debated is going to come <laughs> up a lot. That's a really good way. As long as a bunch of yokels on the internet are talking about something, it's now a widely debated topic, and then it, it must be important. 
But I have to admit, the first thing I thought of when I I read this quote was um, was Starcraft, and when you play the Protoss, they have psionic powers. <laughs> but but it, it it gets even deeper because in order to build buildings as the Protoss, you have to build pylons, and what are pylons made out of? Giant crystals. So <laughs> Starcraft is occult demonic propaganda. I yeah, mean, that's really. Obviously. That's As exactly we've learned, right. the Bible does not like the crystals. Yeah. Protoss like the crystals. Therefore, anti-Christian. Yep, that's exactly true. It couldn't be more true. No, it couldn't be. And that's just not that's just not your truth. That's the truth. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so some of the results come up, such as um, how many types of healing crystals are there? Okay, well, a lot of questions about where the power plant in Pokemon crystal is at. So that's oh. uh, that didn't really. Yeah. You know, so I I remember the power plant's a big deal. Um, I remember when I first played, you know, that's where you get Zapdos okay. in Pokemon Red and Blue. First generation, best generation, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And Zapdos is a pretty badass bird, so I get why people are interested in the power plant. Yeah, is that that's not like that's just obviously way before Pokemon Go. I know nothing about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to say. So first of all, um, you know, for all of our, you're gonna get corrected, so I'm gonna do it for you. It's <laughs> Pokemon. Oh, wow. You know, like you're eating poke. Yeah, and you're Jamaican, Makes so sense. you add the mon okay. to it. But yeah, I mean, it's just a place, and there's good Pokemon there. That's really all that there is to it. That's the beginning and the end of why it matters. Okay, so there's also another one here. It says I no longer want my healing crystals. Which is a question. Yeah, you got to get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah. The answer, of course, is so throw them out. They're (laughs) minerals and and don't need to be disposed of in any particular manner. Leave them by a playground and some (laughs) kid will happily add them to his or her interesting rock collection. You know, it's funny because that's always my um, that's my perspective, too, on all the hazardous waste I uh, accumulate, you know, on my job. I just, you know, (laughs) I find the nearest playground and just drop it right off. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect for the children. I mean, I mean, first off, I think this is wrong, though. You don't just throw your crystals out like they were some sort of trash. You always yeah. want to bury them wrapped in sage with a lemon twist surrounded by its fellow crystals. I mean, you got to make sure and put a small gemstone headstone so you can visit daily and recite the crystal discount chant. Discount chant. That's not right. The discard chants. <laughs> really wow. stick it to them after you bury them. <laughs> you give them this whole ceremony. Like, eh. Yeah. And they're like, you're not worth much. Yeah. <laughs> I got you for 20 cents at the Goodwill. <laughs> okay, this so is secondly. My crystal discount chant. <laughs> and secondly, you have to leave them leave them by the playground. I mean, that's ridiculous for some kid to find. What? These kids these kids have not had proper crystal clearing and cleansing training. You know, they could be this could be a disaster. This is not good. Yeah, especially, you know, I wonder about, you know, what program, what, you know, instructions you've programmed into these crystals. And you can only leave them in the playground. You know, you have to program the right intention. That's right. So I can imagine some people have a a more adult-themed program in their crystals. You know, (laughs) as we're going to find out later, a lot of bedroom uh, crystal action happening. And so that could be... That's that's not good. That's pretty much... A sex offense at that yeah, point. And it I is. Think yep. You really got to be careful about leaving them on the playground. So another question was, how do you clear and restore the healing powers of crystals? The answer to which is you need to place the crystal in a 100% cotton bag for a week or so. Or so. Or so. so I'd, I'd like a little more precision than a week <laughs> or so. You know, is it, you know, 24 hours, three months, you know, or so could be really, you know, finicky yeah. there. But right. I mean, this is the one. You know, I really talked up the power of the people 
to really tell us about crystals. But here's the danger is when you have lay people answering these questions, they didn't mention all the salt you're going to need for this. Story. Oh, true. Um, That's right. It's, you know, the 100% cotton bag is not going to cut it. No. You got to get some Himalayan in there. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another question. Here's yet another one here. So what is crystal healing used for? Well, the answer is amethyst is said to be used against acne. Man, I think you might say it that way, I too. I agree. I am going to keep going. Atacomite against venereal diseases. That's good. Mm. Agite against ulcers. And lapis. Laz- I don't I don't even know how to spell. I don't even remember seeing these. I think they're made up. This is <laughs> you not real. You just glazed over all these <laughs> fake never... words. Yeah. You're just like, like yeah, that's, not... <laughs> that's more fake words. I'll yep, figure out how or... to pronounce them later oh wait no i won't i'll figure it out the day we're actually recording i think i know this one i think it's lapis lazuli lapis lazuli yep my girlfriend knows all she loves crystals but they are they she knows more than i do probably and this is not a good a good time for me here i'm i'm dropping the ball on these pronunciations here we need um, to get her so, on here to correct yeah, some of your yep yep that's we need to have a quiz in. later <laughs> You know, Brent, who's been studying this topic ferociously for weeks. Where I've never seen versus your girlfriend in my life. Who just has years of experience. Yep. The lapis laz what's that? Lazuli. Lazuli. Against Lazuli stro- is better. Lazuli. lazuli does sound a lot better. I like it better. Yeah. Against stroke symptoms. And crystals may also be used to counter environmental hazards. And so I also so we yeah. spent so long pronouncing it lapis yep. lazuli, as we're gonna say. <laughs> Only stroke symptoms doesn't deal with the stroke <laughs> itself. Yeah, that's good. So you can forget the brave uh, crystal workers that came to the aid of Hurricane Harvey victims, I think. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, you they're know. definitely countering some environmental hazards. Uh, I was also thinking something more, you know, much simpler, like, you know, cat allergies. You know, it's those indoor <laughs> environmental hazards we really need to focus on. Yeah, that's true. So lastly, I'll share my favorite answer to the question, what are the powers of different crystals? Answer, there is no evidence that crystals have any powers. However, it would depend on your own gullibility and which charlatan you care to ask. You know, according to that one Christian guy we talked about last time, he would agree with this. Yeah, that's right. I like yeah. it. The Christians Maybe that's him and actually the anti-science people coming yep. together. Yes. It's a beautiful thing to see. It is. Now let's go to Cora, where the question was posed, what healing crystals help with hopelessness, regret, trouble, letting go of things, loneliness, and concentration? I could use some of that right now. You um, could. I could. I am... <laughs> Yes, rusty day here. Six answers. I'll mention a few of them. Here we go. So the first is from Robert Dosa, not or maybe it's pronounced Dasa, like your bird. Oh, it could be Robert it Dasa. <laughs> Dasa would have like, nothing to do with this. <laughs> good. It's good to hear. She's all about egg magic. That's the only magic she's interested in. <laughs> so um, Robert uh, Dasa is a crystal Reiki master slash teacher, holistic coach, and light worker. Oh, light worker. That's a pretty good euphemism for a guy who like sets up lights for concerts. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, no, like I'm not a, a stagehand. Yeah. I'm a light worker. <laughs> I make like, sure whatever, you Gary. can see Metallica in all their glory. <laughs> now, can I interest you in some lapis lazuli? <laughs> So to answer this question, Lightmaster Dasa suggests you need a variety of different crystals to help with these things. He lists some crystals, and I'll go through a few of them, but not all of them, because that's not time. all. No, there are too many. All. There are so many. Actually, this guy is way too specific. Yeah, rutilated, rutilated quartz. So, rutilated, rutilated quartz. This healing crystal is the perfect tool for letting go. 
On an energetic level, it cleanses and energizes your aura, going straight to the root of your problems and facilitating change. That's a vague solution for a vague problem. Done and done. You know, I I, I like this, though, because Let It Go, it was the theme song of Frozen. Yes. Crystals were thought to be frozen ice. So this is all checking out. You could see the yes. connections here about That's how right. crystals are going to help you let go. <laughs> yes. Let go so of your you let it go is what, is what you're going to let go. go of. I almost tried to sing that, but I'm glad I didn't. Have you seen the YouTube videos of people putting Sing. the lyrics into Google Translate oh. and then translating it back to English and then they sing those translations? No, but I'll, I'll look that up. That Do sounds it. great. Do it. <laughs> it is great. So next up is Smoky Quartz. Not dirty. Yes, not dirty. We don't want to. Yeah, that's different. So on this is the quote from the website here. It says, on an energetic level, it helps release old, blocked, and stagnant energy in your body. So on a mental psychical level this power crystal helps you to let go of old patterns and belief systems that block you from achieving your full potential but a little in fact coming up here uh that's how i finally let go of my belief in christianity in my 20s i stumbled across some smoky quartz smoky quartz made me an atheist dylan that yeah you're letting go of these stagnant beliefs <laughs> with some of that not that dirty quartz that would have no, made you pentecostal or something yeah that would have yeah that, i think that would switch me into like mormonism or something yeah ooh. <laughs> Mormonism, the dirty quartz of Christianity. <laughs> Let's see what David. Speaking Rubin of has Mormon, did you hear Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney won. Oh, he oh he did. Yeah, he did. Good for he him. Won his district. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be weird. It's, it's Senator Mitt Romney, and I'll cheer every day. <laughs> I know. I think about that, man. I got out of re- I got out of rehab like a few days before the 2012 election, mm-hmm. and. I just prayed that Mitt Romney wouldn't be president. What? Wow. What glorious days to live in. <laughs> what privilege. When yeah. that that is time privilege. <laughs> we need to start talking about time privilege here. No, that's true. What glorious, uh, glorious yeah. days. But I actually I also know I I don't think smoky quartz is the only thing that will help with stagnant energy. Mm. One of the pesticides we use is a a granular pesticide, and we use it to treat stagnant water. Uh. Uh, And so I imagine it would also work with the stagnant energy that's in the stagnant water. So, you know, if you've got a fountain as a centerpiece for your crystal grid at home, for example, (laughs) just stick a few of those in there. You'll be good to go. (laughs) Okay, next up, citrine. So on an energetic level, it's a powerful purifier of negative energy. It encourages you to let go of anything from the past that is not serving your highest good. It also assists in learning, gives mental clarity and personal will, combining mind with will. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means personally, but I, I just... I think it means that your life's going to be dope and you'll do dope shit. <laughs> there you go. I think that's about the extent of what that means. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll take it. Yeah. So next up, and the last one I believe here, or no, there's one more, I think. No, this is the last of the, um, this is the last here. So it's Rose Quartz. Um, so the quote is, it's a, it's a powerful crystal that helps with all emotional issues. All of them. All of them. Check off all the boxes there. So feelings of loneliness, check fear, regret, anger, blame, shame, hopelessness, and all issues related to the heart center, including love can be released with the help of this crystal. You got Schadenfreude. So yeah. Um, (laughs) if you're afraid of snakes, if you are envious of your boss i don't know yep all of them (laughs) and however i do not recommend using rose quartz alone in this process as what it does is bring the negative emotions to the surface in order to be released you got to bring it out first sometimes this quote nuclear bomb 
of feelings can be overwhelming. Therefore, this crystal needs to be used in combination with a green colored crystal that is used to release the negative emotions. Now, he recommends green avatarine as it is the most powerful healing crystal. Solid advice. Solid yeah. advice. I prefer Krypton, which is not real. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, use that. Krypton. Not Krypton. That's the planet. What am the I fact doing? that it's non existent gives it a lot of power, that's, I would imagine. It does. Yeah. That's like, ooh, maybe that'll be something we should pay attention to. Exactly. So, I, you know, where do I begin with this statement? I'm trying to like break this down. It says, I'm not, I'm not an expert on the heart center personally, but why is love something you want to get rid of with all these other negative emotions? I mean, I, I do enjoy the use of the phrase nuclear bomb, though, when describing a bunch of emotions rising. You may want to build a fallout shelter, my dear, because I'm having a ner- nervous breakdown, you know, something like that. Are those lyrics from your old emo band? It is, actually. <laughs> I'm actually reading my MySpace. So this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is straight up this is early August lyrics everybody uh, you can find us still on MySpace at least my old band we were fucking badass or sing about <laughs> badass shit my old band was the strength to finish we're also still on MySpace nice God, the day the MySpace servers go down is a day when lots of early 2000s musical history is going <laughs> to go up in flames I know seriously and a bunch of like really bad poetry um (laughs) so much like teenage poetry which is now very popular in barnes and noble there is nothing but poetry everywhere and it's all like teen poetry oh man i could have made a killing i know yeah everyone should i'm just going to print off all the old myspace stuff um the strength to finish did you and you guys broke up that seems like ironic we did we didn't have the strength to finish (laughs) we didn't do it Our drummer, who was also, it was, we were the kind of chief songwriters. Yeah. He labeled our album on MySpace as the best of the strength to finish 2007 to 2007. (laughs) So yeah, that's pretty good. Dude, that, that reminds me, I was in so many really bad bands. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say bad, but just really small in a small town. And I grew up in, um, Jacksonville and I was just like 20,000 people. There's the band I was in was like, we would, we had, we forget the name of the band, Open Fist or something ridiculous. Um, no, I don't know. There's millions of bands we were in, but whatever we played, we wanted, we had t-shirts made. I, our friend was just so obsessed with it. He had t-shirts made and it was like a tour on the back and there was three places and like two of them were his own house. It's like, well, that's, (laughs) that's why even bother really? (laughs) Uh, we dude. always wanted to do a 24-hour tour of Nevada. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. One of our ideas where like we play a show in Vegas, then we play some like country country show in Elko, then go to Reno and then come back to Vegas. That's a good idea. It'd be cool to Never just constantly play shows. Like what if you could just make a bunch of gigs like every 2 hours somewhere and just like play <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> every 2 hours you're at a new venue. That is stressful. That is insane actually. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, back to crystals, back to things that matter. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, the nuclear bomb. Oh, yeah, the fallout I was, shelter. Yeah, the yeah. fallout shelter. Um, I was thinking, you know, about, we talked about that lady in the first crystal mm-hmm. healing episode, I believe, who used rose quartz. Right. Um, and I hope she took her advice, and I hope her husband isn't feeling, isn't experiencing the nuclear winter of, <laughs> of, of emotion <laughs> after this. And maybe he needs to get some, too, so he can handle it on his own. Yep, fire and fury. Ugh. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, current Too events. <laughs> Too soon. All right. So lastly, I'll end here on uh, my favorite answer to the question on core. It comes from Reese uh, Fish, F-I-S-C-H. Make sure you guys know how to spell that. Write this down. Fish. Yeah. Fish. <laughs> Fish. He's a 17-year-old who knows a little about everything, kind of, he says. That's like literally like his uh, bio. Uh, his Yeah, bio. bio. Thanks, Reese. 
Thanks, Reese. It's not even a real uh, name. He says this, and this is very important um, to put on the air. No, healing crystals will not help. Just a scam and a myth. Try talking to someone about the depression you're facing. Try to look up and see into the future and do your best every day. Okay, so wait a minute. So we're going to be all skeptical, but then we're going to look into the future? Yeah, I know. Come on, Reese Fisks. So what's next here? Science? You know, we finally got some truth on this on this podcast. We've listened to the people, but you know, that was kind of that was the amuse bouche of knowledge that we're gonna drop on you. Now we're gonna get back <laughs> into the science. Uh, and that's science with a question but- <laughs> mark. So we're gonna start with Judy Hall. Um Judy Hall wrote the Crystal Bible, which is Kind of the one of the main starts of the Crystal Renaissance in the 1980s was the publication of this book. And so she's got a nice, more recent um, blog post about all this. And she said, no one can say categorically how crystals work, which is, you know, that's great. Yeah. Um, you know, also just remove categorically from that sentence. It would be just <laughs> as true. Don't need that so- word. <laughs> Let me get this straight. So the lady that literally wrote the Crystal Bible is saying no one can know how crystals work? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the regular Bible. I I mean, no one knows how that works either. Um, So I think it's fair. I think makes sense. As long as you what you write is called a Bible, you're allowed to do that. Yep, I think so. I think we could write a Crystal Bible at this point. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. And so, you know, she has some speculations. Maybe it has something to do with the vibrational resonance or the water and crystalline content of the body. But, you know, really, who knows? But, you know, she mentioned some authors who might have more idea of what's going on here. One of them who we're going to mention later as well is Michael Geigner. Geigner thinks it has to do with crystals emitting light, which interacts with the human body. Crystals produce an energy field which interacts with our energy fields. And this interaction is how they can heal. This relationship can be captured with a Carillion camera, also uh, known as Carillion photography. Basically, this is just a way to make really cool pictures of electrical discharge. Have you seen these pictures, Brent? I haven't. I was going to, yeah, look at that. You shoot electrical stuff on a thing, and it looks like it has an aura. So a lot of this aura stuff, they get really excited about this Carillion photography, something like that. Oh, yeah, that's Um, really cool. Like all fractally and... Very kind of fractal looking yeah. stuff here. Yeah. But they aren't That's auras. Cool. They're not photos of your life energy. <laughs> it's just, you know, the main variables um, for a human a human being when you uh, film them with Carillion photography is skin moisture and contact pressure. That's really mm-hmm. yeah. It's just how, you know, tingling your skin is basically. How electricity is interacting with your skin. So not that interesting. But cool. well, I'm looking at I'm looking at the pictures of the Carillion photography here of a human, and is that an orb there too? I'm just joking. Oh no, <laughs> got the a double orbs. double whammo. Yeah, we, we got to deal the, with uh, orbs. orb and Carillion. Uh, orbs, orb and energy field double. Can you imagine dying and coming back as an orb? <laughs> Man, I don't I, I don't want to be an orb. <laughs> All you can do is make crop circles. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You do a bunch of stuff people don't believe. You make crop you circles. Out the farm. Oh, you got to hang out at the farm alone until one old farmhand sees you. That's a terrible life. That's hell. Yeah. Judy Hall also speculates that the healing power of crystals has to do with what they're actually made out of, the mineral content of the crystals. Mm-hmm. For example, kunzite contains lithium, which is used mm-hmm. for bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. and malachite contains copper for erythritic discomfort. So I, you know, I have a strange suspicion that we can't just infer the fact that pharmaceutical applications of lithium and copper are effective, that rubbing yourself with a bunch of kunzite is going to make you bright and cheery. You know, it's just, that's a hunch. It's a hunch I have. (laughs) 
I we'll don't s- think yeah, there's we'll a s- one-for-one match here in terms of effectiveness. <laughs> yeah, and certainly not if the Kunzite hasn't been smudged with Sage yeah. first, let's uh, be th- honest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You gotta smudge. You got you to get that in smudge. <laughs> Going back to Geigner, Geigner also says, as we've already noted, that crystals contain information and radiate energy. So we would want to know what the connection is between these two things. Uh, we don't. It's just another mystery. It's the mystery of the dear friends are crystals. Yeah. We just don't know why they do both of those things. For as it says in the first verse, in the first chapter of the first book of the Crystal Bible, in the beginning, crystals created confusion. I think that's the uh, <sighs> yep, straight, up, straight up. <laughs> they did create a lot of confusion. It would have been nice if that program... <laughs> To get rid of confusion (laughs) was already built into them. You know, if they could store all this information, why isn't anyone putting in that information about what they actually do? You know, we need that like paperclip in Office, Microsoft Office for the for the crystals. Geigner also says that if you get the right information and the right crystal carrier together, it'll bring the body to balance. Again, I don't know how this works. You know, how do we know which information is right for me? You know, maybe I need to know the score for the latest World Cup match. Or maybe I need to know the number of hairs in Hitler's mustache. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what information I'm going to need. Have you been watching the World Cup at all? Uh, A little bit. I've been, you know, because I go to places where they try to be cool and pretend they like the World Cup and so it's on. And so I'll see it in those situations. I don't know if you saw this game. Watching, it was a really good game. It was very close. Um, Portugal was supposed to like utterly destroy Iran, but it was very, very close. And Iran actually had a chance to win the game at the end, but they missed the goal. But anyway, they're, they had this commercial on there. I don't know if you if you watch any of these at all. There's this commercial. It's always like, hey, America, consider rooting for, you know, Belgium or whatever, Swiss, Switzerland. You know, we gave you chocolate or something, you know. It's like there's this guy, this one guy, it came on and it was like, this guy says, hey, America, consider rooting for Germany. We gave you, and I interjected, Hitler. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but there was, of course, it was like Frankfurters. But oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I, I... Everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, like you got to be careful. Family. With your, you know, Germany's made some contributions. You have Kant. Right. And then you have Goebbels. That's, you know, you gotta... It's a pick and choose story with German so, history. No, no different so than back, ours, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I can I can only imagine the commercial that's airing in Germany. Root for America. We brought you fucking nothing. Yeah. Jazz. We we managed to just beat down an entire race of people, and they produce beautiful music yep. amongst you know scientific and artistic. Yeah. God damn. That's that's what we do for the world. We beat people down until they do good stuff. Because we can't do it on our own. <laughs> and then rip it off. And then rip it off. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> Talking to you, Kenny G. So also, you know, the Geigner was talking about crystal carriers. And I just, I hope mine isn't Sprint. You know, because when it comes to my phone, they're not doing so good. I can only imagine the havoc <laughs> they would bring to my body's, you know, balance of my personal energy grid. Right. I would never get signal. Okay, so what? else what are some other ideas for how crystals work well it could have something to do with frequency which this is something we've heard a lot over the past few episodes and so hall says that every crystal has its own special vibration because of the orderliness of the structure of the crystal the vibration is the same throughout the crystal and different crystals of the same type bringing together crystals of the same type creates a harmonic convergence a coherent resonant system with a stable frequency template remember the crystal grids kids this is how it works finally we're getting some real science in here. Yeah, it's all about the harmonic What does that mean, the like, same type of crystal? Like, the same type? So basically, all like, all the smoky quartz 
<laughs> okay. We'll have the same. Okay. Right. I tried paraphrasing this in a way that actually made sense. Okay. But basically, yeah. okay, that makes sense. The, every part of the smoky quartz will have the mm-hmm. same uh, vibration, and then every chunk of smoky quartz will have the same vibration. Okay. So basically, every type is in like every, you have to keep the smoky quartz with the smoky quartz. And yeah. Like you, um, okay, bring those together. Okay, you're not going to natural crystal kind. Okay. Obviously. So this crystal energy can be affected by other kinds of energy like magnets, color waves, intention, or the power of thought. So there's a couple of big jumps here. First, color waves? Like, what the fuck is that? You mean light? (laughs) There are no color waves. Well, I think you have to inject DMT, ingest DMT first, and then, Uh, no, don't inject it, ingest it. Um, That could be it. Then you can set up your crystal grids. Yeah, definitely. I love the impo- I like the impossible um, idea of a casual DMT user. <laughs> Just like take DMT and hit up the clubs. What could go wrong? <laughs> a lot could go wrong. <laughs> like, I think I might be a casual guy? DMT user in that I only did it once. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> Yeah. Does that make me super casual or I just knew people that did? I knew people that used to do shrooms like in Vegas and so do shrooms and go out to the casino. Like, what the, are is... you doing? What are you? You're not Hunter S. Thompson. Like, what is going I on? I did shrooms once and had to and had an argument with my friend for half an hour about whether or not I could drive to the gas station that was like half a mile <laughs> down the road. Yeah, you don't want to do much. It's like let alone just... go into the clubs. Right. I can imagine. <laughs> go to the bars and oh god, nightclubs. God. Horrible. <laughs> Dumb idea. Not for me. Not for me. Also, I like how this goes from, you know, different kinds of energy. Like it goes from magnetism to the power of thought. <laughs> I want to know the laws of physics that relates magnetism and thought again. <laughs> I didn't think we got to that point yet. Well, it's a law of concentration. It's similar to the law of conservation of physics, except I just made that up. Oh, but that so doesn't it's matter. It's just as real. <laughs> Yeah, you exactly. said it. You yep. intended it. Mm-hmm. And so it's I real. Put intent behind it. Yep. All right. So, you know, we've been talking about science. So let's go back to Einstein and quantum physics. So this Whoa. is Judy Hall is going to give us the real deal stuff here. Nice. So Einstein talked about a unified field theory. So I'm not a physicist, but basically this is one physical theory that incorporates all the forces we know about. And it's going to, you know, take all the forces that are talked about in relativity, you know, the science of relativity and quantum mechanics and you get one theory that's compatible with everything, and it'll be great. Okay, okay, Dylan, let's pump the brakes here. This isn't Radiolab. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I get so <laughs> excited about unified field theory. <laughs> but sadly, you know, Einstein, we think he's impressive. He's not. Um, he was actually a thousand years too late because the Mundaka Upanishad had it all ah, figured yes. out, as Judy Hall explains here. The sparks, though of one nature with the fire, leap from it. Uncounted beings leap from the everlasting. But these, my son, burge into it again. The everlasting is shapeless, birthless, breathless, mindless, above everything, outside everything, inside everything. (laughs) Hall says this sounds exactly like the quantum physicist's perspective on the universe. I say yes, except minus the calculus and the quantum physics. I think those are the two <laughs> things that are missing from right, this quote. Every, <laughs> my, yes, and minus every word in that sentence. Other than that, I think we maybe are onto something. Else. Yeah, if you took every word to... in that sentence and replaced it with, <laughs> with other words. words, you could be getting You could be getting there. Yeah, you might. All right, so enough about Hall and Geiger. So now we have Mark Hubbs on Remedy Grove talking about crystal data storage. Is that Bohemian Grove? It is not Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I don't think... They probably do this at the beginning. They def, I mean, definitely. They've got, 
I don't. They've got that owl statue. Yeah. Moloch. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. And Mo- they, Moloch. I know Nixon didn't like it. Nixon went and he wasn't impressed. <laughs> um, n- we've had two Quaker presidents. Ah, uh, yes. One of them was Nixon. So random. The other one, Herbert Hoover. Not the best mm. track record for the <laughs> no. Quakers, unfortunately. They're pretty groovy people, but once you get them into office, <laughs> ugh, not so good. Not so good. So Mark Hubb says that crystals like quartz are used to build microchips, which can store information even when they're turned off. Therefore, they can also store information in chunk form if you just think about it really hard. I mean, really, it's the same application. And so Mark Hubbs, he really he gives us some of the kind of bright lights in crystal theorizing. First is Marcel Vogel who was an IBM research scientist for nearly 30 years, and he had all sorts of cool patents, including a magnetic coating for 24-inch hard drives, phosphor technology, and liquid crystal systems. So he had some real scientific background. He's no lightweight. He also had some weird ideas about geometry. He thought a certain crystal shape caused the flow and accumulation of health-promoting life force energy in the form of negative ions. Which, you know, I would have hoped they were positive ions. This sounds a little too much like the dark side of the force for me. (laughs) You know, negative ions? I don't want that. And also, the Tree of Life in Kabbalah has something to do with this geometry stuff, which is great. That's just, yeah, great. Does Kabbalah water make an appearance at all? No, but magic Uh. water does. Oh, We're definitely getting into water, just not the Kabbalah water. (laughs) Next, kind of, Mark Hubbs also brings up Michael Geigner, some, you know, some other points that Michael Geigner has to say about how um, he's proved unequivocally that crystals can heal people. So we've hmm. got unequivocal proof, which is pretty cool. Good. You know, we don't always get that on, on None Dare Call It Ordinary, so yep. it's good to finally get it out there. <laughs> so what's his proof? Well, he hooked up a bunch of people to a crystal, and he hooked the people up to this computer that measured their auras, and he put a crystal on their back, and it changed the reading on the computer. So, you know, high-tech stuff. The problem, though, is that there was another study done by me where I also invented a computer <laughs> program, but it doesn't detect auras. It detects incredulity. Ah. Uh. And that I got all the same readings. It must be just one of those synchronicities I keep hearing about. I don't know. It's exactly the same. I have to say, this is like one of my favorite sentences so far in the series. He hooked them up to a crystal and measured their auras. I just That's perfect. I mean, if this isn't science, I don't know what is. If you hook someone up to a machine, it's science. Yeah. That's all you that's have to do. That's already science. Doesn't yeah. matter what that machine is. Right. If it's got a readout, yep. you are now a scientist. Mm-hmm. It's true. And lastly, I'm going to talk about Dr. Masuro Emoto, and this is where the magic water gets in. Uh, you may have heard, I don't know if you've heard about this. I've heard about this before, Brent. I have. Um, about what? his crystal water stuff. So basically, this is what he did. Dr. Emoto, he performed these experiments on water. So in one, he played either happy or sad music to water and then froze it. Happy water made nice crystals, and sad water made ugly crystals. That sounds perfectly legit. I mean, I am curious, though, what, what a uh, form a crystal would take if you played, like, Meshuggah or some, like, metal band to it. Oh, that's just definitely like, okay, the sad music yeah, you would okay. get. Yeah. The crystal, it, it's would, more it wouldn't even freeze. Anger. It would just evaporate. It would be the opposite. <laughs> It was just so terrified. <laughs> but also, instead of just music, he also used happy and sad words. So he put, uh. he like wrote happy words like, you know, love and peace on pieces of paper and put them in the water and froze them again. Same <laughs> experiment. So it's official. Water can read. Yeah, water has a soul. Water oh, definitely, definitely yeah. has a soul. 
Yep. There are some problems with his methodology, though. We don't want to just be, you know, positive. We want to get both sides on this. First, you know, there's a problem about what an ugly crystal is versus a beautiful crystal. I mean, it seems a little subjective. Yeah. Um, I actually put some of these crystals on the Instagram page, and I like the ugly crystals. I'm yeah. a fan of them. Yeah. Uh, but there is, he does, Dr. Emoto does have a response. Um, you're wrong, idiot. You don't Fascism. know what a beautiful no. crystal is. Yeah. The other slight problem is that his results were much easier to reach, considering he threw out samples which went against his hypothesis. So, yeah, you know, that always works. P-hacking <laughs> is alive and well. <laughs> In the crystal healing research. <laughs> but, you know, this isn't just about water. It's not just about bad science. It's about all of us, Brent. Good. It's about you and me. Yeah. And it's about what these crystals and this water can teach us about all of humanity. Hmm. And Dr. Emoto says this. In my lectures, I talk about how water and water crystals are 10% goodness, 10% evil, and the rest, 80%, is opportunist. When the 10% that is goodness and the 10% that is badness and water crystals fight... Then the 10% that is goodness wins and overpowers evilness. So, if the 10% of goodness would carry past that fight to the 80% that is opportunist, then the 80% will follow the goodness, not the badness. Likewise, 10% of people are positive and believe in this, 10% are skeptical, and the other 80% are looking to see who wins. Just beautiful. 100% bullshit. 100%. And I like how the people who don't believe this are evil. Like, that's basically, (laughs) we're the evil ones. Yeah. Sorry, Dr. Emoto. (laughs) Gee whiz. I think think he was featured on that one goofy documentary, um, What the Bleep Do We Know? I want to say- I think you're right. I think you're right about that. That's where I recognize his name. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. I remember the books, too. I've looked at his books. So now to look at an article called Crystal Healing. Is there scientific proof? A how-to series by Nea Armady from the ofthewolves.com uh, you know, website. So the article asks, is there any scientific proof that crystals really work? I want to say right off the bat that I bet they would call our website ofthesheep.com. <laughs> I think you're right. The article states that quartz crystal has properties such as piezoelectricity, which is an electric charge that accumulates in specific solid materials such as crystals. This is in response to applied mechanical stress. The term itself means electricity resulting from latent heat and pressure. Yeah, basically, if you punch it, it'll shock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It converts mechanical into electrical. <laughs> so, Armady explains that we know crystals can store huge amounts of data, and that crystals are used in everything from computer chips to cars to watches, etc., The article goes on to explain that quantum mechanics has now confirmed what metaphysicians have been saying all along, that everything is energy. So, I mean, this is a little oversimplistic, but let's just let that slide for now, okay? Yeah, yeah, she's got to condense things for her audience. That's right. The article then finishes this paragraph with a sentence. It is also understood that minerals do not need to be specifically ingested to be effective, and that healing is even possible across time and space. I don't know if you can spot where the author goes off the rails. Um, I think it's the time and space part. Yeah. 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 Also, I just, it's it's new agers, not metaphysicians. Yes. You know, let's, they malign us for so long. We have to deal with so much. We don't even believe we're right. Like, we hate (laughs) ourselves. We don't need these other people maligning us in addition to that. Um, Also, I'm really glad I don't have to ingest them. You know, I still, I prefer the coffee crystal, the quartz crystals in my cup. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm glad I could just stay with that. So I love this next quote. 
says, yet even beyond the sciencey stuff, I believe there is a simpler answer to why crystals work. <laughs> the sciencey stuff. Ugh. I just had I just had an interview for a job in a lab, which I actually got the job, and I really should. Yeah, Brent's working. Yeah, fuck retail. Um, and I am finally. Uh, and I and I should have used that phrase actually. I was like, so behind besides all the sciencey stuff, is there anything else I can be working on here in the lab? <laughs> that like hired. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more. You, you can be the janitor. <laughs> Not a lot of science there. Yeah, when I think of like a sciencey kind of job, you know, if I was being interviewed for your position, I'd be like, do I get to set stuff on fire or fire a laser <laughs> at any point? You know, that's really that's the kind of profession I'm looking to get into. You know, that's what I that's what I would want to know at the lab. Can I do any of that? Yeah. So he states that all human beings are empathetic to some degree, and which um, I'm pretty sure is incorrect, actually. But, well, but. I, there is a degree at zero, zero <laughs> degrees empathic, I think. It's still a degree That's of true. being empathic. Yeah. So we picked up energetically, great word choice there, I like that, from other humans, from our surroundings, from our interactions and situations, we find ourselves in daily. So the author continues on about how we pick up on people's, quote, energies when they are happy, sad, judgmental, or kind, whatever. So we bond and acclimate with the energies around us. So if those energies are high, clear, beautiful, and positive, we are naturally going to feel good. Um, so I don't know, it's like a whole paragraph uh, to say you're a member of a social species affected by the moods of other fellow humans. Yeah, so, sometimes yeah. the most insightful <laughs> prose, though, is the longest prose. Oh, so you need that entire notes. paragraph. Yeah. So the next paragraph gets us back to the crystals here where, you know, it belongs. So crystals serve as teachers, showing us an example or template um, to attune our own behavior. Within their structure, they carry the pattern of perfection which represents the purest form of an idea or feeling. So, you know, sadly, these poor crystals teachers in our inner cities aren't getting the pay they deserve for the work they do. So yeah, they should. Uh, they undulate daily, their biofringence is off the charts, and their pleochroism serves a reminder that we should all look up to these brave crystal teachers. That's a little, uh, if there is any fellow uh, geology majors out there, they would know what that there means. There aren't. But. There aren't, and no. no one's listening to that. That that you know, yeah. I Skip. keep telling them over and over. It's like listen to it, guys. They're like, no. Fast forward fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so also, crystals carry the pattern of perfection. So this pattern represents the apparently the purest form of an idea or feeling. Uh, you are telling me the purest form of idea or a feeling resides in Dylan's cat Lewis's litter box. Oh, uh, it's not quite oh, as pure as it could be because true. of what Lewis does in there. Poor guy. Yeah, he doesn't. He's he doesn't. Still... Well, he smudges. It's just not with sage. Ah, uh, yeah. It's it's definitely <laughs> not sage. Poor guy. We got to bring him back to the vet on Monday. <laughs> Automatic smudge. Automatic smudge. <sighs> poor, poor Lewis. <laughs> So the last paragraph states, they are a wonder of nature, really, just like the plant and animal kingdoms. The mineral kingdom exhibits energy. And just because we don't completely consciously understand how it works, we know absolutely that our subconscious and our emotional and mental bodies are affected by energy. Uh, so comparing animal and plant energy, whatever that means, to crystal energy, whatever that means as well, is something no one does except maybe the authors of the wolves of the of of the wolves.com. And just because we don't completely consciously understand how it works. So we it says we know absolutely. So I mean it's like well, strong assurance there with no source cited, imagine that. Don't need that. It. <laughs> don't need that. Unneeded. Um, that our subconscious and our emotional and mental bodies are affected by energy. So I, I got literally zero information from that sentence. Did you, Dylan? I, well, I, mean, I did get did. the uh, the triviality that if I stick a fork in an outlet, it's going to hurt. 
Therefore, my mental body is affected by energy. Therefore, this guy knows what's going on. <laughs> so I also, um, you know, he says, don't consciously know X. It's not the opposite of knowing that subconsciously X. This is some tricky sleight of hand on this guy. <laughs> He's switching things around, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> we have to be straight shooters when it comes to the crystals. Mm-hmm. And, sti- and by the way, sticking a fork in an outlet is also how you stop being Dougie and turn back into Agent Cooper in Twin Peaks. Oh, Sorry, I just spoiled that. Um, spoil alert. Actually, that was a pretty big spoiler. Okay, so the next paragraph begins with, okay, I'm ready to try that. How do I start? I'm not remotely convinced this works. I'm not ready to start. Can we go can we go back to the idea of energy being everything again and phase uh and parse this out a little bit more? No, no, no. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. <laughs> or just fake it forever. I don't remember how the saying goes. Something like that. Just fake yeah. it. Fake it right yep. now. Fake news. The best way to do this is to just quote this in its entirety, so I will. As minerals combine, they create every color you could imagine, and these colors activate things within us that we associate with that color. For instance, pink with love, green with growth, and violet with magic, just as you might imagine. (laughs) So there's that. Stones that fall in the warmer color palette, which is red, orange, and yellow, are typically more energizing. And the cooler tones, such as blue, green, and purple, are more calming. It's simple color therapy, guys. So therefore, you use them accordingly. For instance, placing an energizing stone in the office or a calming one in the bedroom. There are also exceptions, of course. If you want to spice up your love life, you may want to... uh, Yeah, there we go. Might might want to uh, try an energizing stone in the bedroom. So carnelian is a good one for that. Uh, So the stuff is nothing new. It's just color associations. And we've heard this all in previous episodes. Yeah, I like some of them. So I really like Violet for magic. I didn't. (laughs) I never associated Violet for magic. You know, I thought the whole damn thing was basically magic. (laughs) I didn't realize that's a subset of crystal healing is the violet part is the magical part, I should say. Um, Also, you know, this idea that the warmer colors are energizing, none of them has worked outside all day long in the summer. That shit makes you tired real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's true. I was out today earlier um, all day just in and out of cars and and into different stores and stuff with uh, my girlfriend. And I was just like the weather is like 105, 106 here. So it's just like just in that short period of time. It's like that's it. You don't came back here. I was like, I have to go to bed immediately. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's like I am zapped. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so okay, moving on to the portion of the article with the heading "Using Crystals at Night." So just in case, uh, Armady Armady says, "Speaking of bedrooms, that's a perfect place for crystals because they can help us while we are sleeping." Okay, so when we're in a dream state, we can be more receptive to them because our logical mind is turned off. Of course, of course. Yeah. So you know, I, I hate to be the one to. Uh, to be the one who gives this diagnosis to Armadi, but I'm afraid his logical mind may be turned off during his waking life as well. I'm not uh, sure. I don't know. It could be know. a problem. See, my problem is that I don't go to sleep when I should because my logical mind is turned off because I'm staying up all night reading about crystal healing. <laughs> I'm not getting any sleep. <laughs> Okay, continuing, here's another quote. If you have trouble sleeping or any sleep-related issues, try placing a selenite tower on your bedside table. So selenite is a fiber optic, and it catches light and reflects it back into the room. It creates a tranquil space to help with good sleep. Damn it. I mean, we, we actually do, like, me and my girlfriend have a selenite tower lamp. Oh. And I think I have a, if you go to my personal Instagram account, you'll see a picture of it. It's really cool looking, actually. Um, but I have it downstairs by our couch in the living room, you know, where we watch TV. It's like, no wonder I keep falling asleep during those exciting episodes of, 
you know, Sense Eight on Netflix. I don't watch Sense Eight. I just uh, wanted see. to <laughs> see. I was going to actually SJW for me. Oh, okay. Oh, just I don't know what it is, so I'll believe you. It's really uh, bad, actually. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Because really I was going to so. suggest that you kept falling asleep. It wasn't because of the Crystal Tower. Maybe it had something to do with the show, but I don't want to close the door to future Netflix sponsorships. It's so true. It's true. I'm not going to make Netflix any kinds of claims shows. like that. Yeah, good point. Okay, so the author suggests if you are interested in exploring your dreams, lucid dreaming, or even receiving messages through your dreams, try placing a, a labradorite stone under your pillow at night. The one thing we need to say, though, right off the bat is don't make the mistake I did. So I placed a softball-sized chunk of labradorite <laughs> under my pillow, and I had really vivid dreams. They were dreams that I wasn't asleep and that I had terrible, terrible neck pain. <laughs> so you got to watch out for that. Yeah. It's funny, when you wrote that, I, I misread messages as massages. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, yes, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. I don't think <laughs> totally you're going to get that from a crystal. Right, unfortunately, which is surprising. So the one drawback here they don't tell you is, sure, you receive messages in your dreams with Labradorite under your pillow, but it's only messages in an ancient crystal language, see, that only Labradorite ret uh, retrievers can decipher. Oh. Did I just say Labradorite retrievers? You did that say Labradorite works, retriever. That, that joke works much better when you say Labrador retrievers, and it still doesn't really work, but that's yep. fine. It's. It <laughs> just... wasn't funny then, it wasn't funny now, <laughs> it'll never be funny in the future. I must future. have like, the unfunny crystal in here. Which one? Let me move this. There we go. Let me take this out of the room. This crystal is not working. <laughs> Get that unfunny crystal Get grid that. out of there. Get that. Yep. <clears throat> For nightmares, try chrysoprase under your pillow or bed. So why you say, well, okay. Um, yes, the crystal grid is back. So who cares why? Yes, the crisal grid is back. This time it can be constructed just for your sleeping pleasure. And I quote, you can also place four pieces of selenite, hematite, or quartz at the four corners of your bed, creating a perfect protective grid. Four corners? What the hell? What is this author? Some kind of flat better? Yeah, yeah. So. I ain't no flat better. I know my bed is round. <laughs> I have pictures from space. We have one of those fancy round beds, damn. Ooh. So Armani goes on to say, if I've had an emotional week, I will sleep holding onto a rose quartz. And it's not uncommon to find I am still holding it when I wake up. <laughs> it's not uncommon. <laughs> uh, so agates are also good crystals to hold during sleep. Now, any stone which feels comforting to hold can help you sleep much better. So a good practical joke is to take the agate out of your partner's hand while they're sleeping and replace it with a fake dog poop. You know, it's always a classic. So you make sure you want to videotape it and you want to submit it for the uh, was on the 15,000th season of America's Funniest Home Videos. See, I think so, a, I think a better idea is to take it out of their hand and replace it with nothing. <laughs> Whoa! Because I know for a fact, you know, if my fiance <laughs> did this, I would just get scratched up all night. <laughs> You know, if she's holding some sharp-ass quartz, no thanks. <laughs> Just get that out of there. I can't be sleeping next to that. Uh, so if you have if you have an issue with uh, continually waking up throughout the night, the author suggests putting a grounding stone at the base of your bed, such as garnet, a jasper, or black tourmaline. I mean, this makes sense. You know, you need a grounding stone. You can't go to sleep if you keep floating away. Yeah, that's so true. So if you are poor and can't afford these crystals, sorry, you don't get to sleep. You don't deserve it. Yeah, it's true. The poor don't need, they don't deserve sleep. So I hear you can get crystals illegally, though, pretty and pretty cheaply these days through the black tourmaline market. Oh, <laughs> hey. Okay. 
So lastly, Armady states that to assist with detox during sleep, you will want to try a piece of ocean jasper and obviously placing it under your bed. Don't be a fucking fool and make a crystal grid out of it, man. This is this is how people get hurt. Fuck, pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention. I also, I want it to be known for posterity that Brent initially wrote, <laughs> don't be a fucking food. <laughs> um, and that yeah, and seems more true. I, yeah, I think it that, does. That's what he should have said. I don't know why he... <laughs> If it wasn't your editing magic, we would have heard that. I oh. almost said that in real time. And I also, you know, I was inspired by one of our great presidential quotes in history from President George W. Bush. And when he said, I know how hard it is for you to put food on your family. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. I mean, don't, don't you actually miss the goofy Bushisms of yesteryear over the mead spirited gibberish from this year? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Never thought I'd say it, but one, you know that I miss George W. Bush, but oh, man, or Mitt Romney for that matter. Man, Mitt Romney, President Romney. Oh God, would well, that make be it happen. wonderful? <laughs> Armady goes on to say, make sure and rinse it off and recharge it with twenty minutes of sunlight every week or so. Got to put so. the or so in there. So okay, okay. I think we're getting away like way far ahead of ourselves here, and Armady is just saying whatever comes in his mind. Okay, so listen, can we just go back to the beginning of this article? Let's discuss how everything is made up of energy and how crystals have properties such as piezoelectricity. No, 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 no. This is simple crystal healing 101. We've already covered all of this. <laughs> That's true. Rinsing, recharging, yep. sunlight. We know all this. The listeners yep. are Smudging. bored with it by now. Yeah, I think you're right. This is this is the last episode. This is the end. This is it. This is Geology 103. Yeah. This is, yeah, yep, yep, exactly. So all these pe- methods um, are cumulative. So fortunately, there is not much that you have to do other than simply place the stones, uh, be receptive to them, and let them get to work. It's almost like nothing is happening at all. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how many powers nothingness has. <laughs> it gets so much accomplished. <laughs> so okay, in the last paradigm in the last paragraph, Armady gives us a nice summary of what we've learned so far. He says, "Remember that this is an energetic exchange." which means that you can care for your stones by keeping them clean, by charging them from time to time on your altar, or by lighting a candle and placing them around it. The best results will come when you remember to make time for gratitude every day. What the fuck? Like, you're, you're okay, you're going to go leave us hanging here with the bringing up this briefly flippant statement about lighting candles and placing them around crystals? Well, this is new. This is new. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything more disrespectful to crystals. <laughs> they need sunlight. <laughs> you know, you might as well feed your cat fake food if you're going to, you know, <laughs> just light a, a candle next to a crystal and expect that to recharge it. <laughs> so, okay, we'll move on to the next article. I think we've exhausted our matey for now. Um, so the next article is titled, Is Science Finally Catching Up to What the Ancients Knew About Crystals? Already brilliant. By Dr. Kelly Neff from the mindunleashed.com. My guess is the answer is yes. <laughs> it's good. It's a good guess. So the article starts off saying, despite the plethora of anecdotal evidence that exists on the healing powers of stones and crystals, the debate continues to rage in the scientific community over whether crystals actually have any real healing power. Okay, I personally wasn't aware that the debate on whether crystals can heal is currently raging in the scientific community. Oh, um, it's raging. I don't know. It's raging, is it? People are talking about it every day. 
<laughs> every scientist everywhere all the time. Yes. So, you know, I'm just a layman here, but I wasn't aware that these debates amongst physicists and, you know, dark matter actually is and all the existence of quantum gravity and all this stuff. But the crystal healing was the hot topic debated among these people. Okay, okay. Let's learn something new every day, you know? Well, I think scientific community just means anyone who talks oh. about stuff. Yes. I think just it's, stuff. it's yeah. raging amongst a certain subset of anyone who talks about stuff. That's definitely true. <laughs> So Dr. Kelly Neff keeps it real, though. So she continues on. She keeps it real. She says, for example, a basic Internet search reveals many articles claiming crystal healing to be a pseudoscience. In fact, one recent study argues, and she provides a link to the study, that crystals have absolutely no healing power and that the placebo effect accounts for people's healing experiences with them. So cheers, we have some science up in here. Oh, but not so fast. Oh, oh, there's okay, going to be more. Just, that's yeah, not where the article that's, ends. That's not the end. That's oh. not the end of it. So Dr. Neff first explains she is a trained research scientist. Okay, so far so good. And, and as such, she's naturally curious and skeptical about everything in life, so she says. Okay, so good. She loved crystals and rocks when she was a kid, but was distracted from crystal power by getting her doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That can be really distracting. I mean, to be fair, that's true. Yep, it's powerful energies. Uh, I, by the way, she has her PhD in uh, psychology, so she says um, she does not, however, have a degree in crystal healing. So you know, take with what she says the grain of salt. Grain you know, of but she can salt. she can tell us about the crystal thought forms, though. You know, it's got the word true. thought in there. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Also, one thing I just really want to hammer home: mm -hmm. there's no such thing as just being a scientist, like <laughs> a general all-purpose scientist where like, oh, well, right. you're trained as a scientist. If you have a PhD, that means you know you have the entirety of human knowledge about like the tiniest little baby yep, little exactly. thing. That's what a PhD yeah. is. Yeah, it actually gets more and more specific the more education you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you don't know anything beyond that. You don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I just feel... Yeah, that's perfect. Just because someone has a PhD. Like, there's actually a really cool uh, graphic somebody made about, like, what a PhD is. And it was like a circle of knowledge. Uh -huh. And how basically, you know, when you get your undergraduate degree, you kind of, you increase your knowledge in basically all domains. And then a PhD is just like a spike. Oh, A really small little spike. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, but a you really, know, like, distinct You know, spike. literally everything yeah. about one baby little topic. Right. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, in her late 20s, in a rough patch in her life, she says she began meditating. And during these meditation sections, she would see visions of crystals. She says, I didn't know why, but I wanted to touch them and hold them. This is like a David Lynch. I, I could <laughs> just see it's like the beginning of the elephant. I don't man. know why. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to touch them meditating. and hold them. Yeah. And just the crystals appearing and like speaking to her <laughs> in ancient tongues. Oh, God. I have to say this real quick. I was watching a, um, a Razorhead the other day or last night, and there's this extra because I have the criterion thing and there's this extra and it just you put in the, ex like the extra disc, you know, it's like supplemental stuff. And it's like the years, like 1990, whatever, because it came out in 77. And then it's like these like five years. And you click each one. It was like what was talked about about Racerhead then, whether it was a documentary or whatever. And there's like this one, you just click it and just it all does open up. I think it was like 93 or something. And it just opens up and it's just David Lynch sitting on this couch. It's a really grainy like VHS tape photo. And he's just sitting with a like three 
like stuffed woody woodpeckers next to him on the left and then three on the right and he's just like hello these these are my friends it's like oh what is happening and he's just like this is doug john it's just like i'm david and he's just like okay that's just like we just want to say thank you like okay that's it just you know but anyway those are uh that's definitely a very lynch thing to have crystals while meditating yeah um Okay, so from what I know, I don't know a lot about meditation. I've done done a little bit, but I think she's doing meditation wrong if she's seeing crystals. I mean, crystals, you're, you're thinking and you're not really supposed to be thinking, I think, during meditation. But, you know, whatever. So it's the goal, you know, the goal of meditation is like to completely clear yourself of thought, apparently. So she's got some crystal mind clutter going on there, I think. So, okay, she says that she just brushes aside as hallucinations um, with nothing meaningful. Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> I yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about just right. Just because you see something in your mind doesn't always mean it's real. <laughs> so good for her. It's weird how that works. <laughs> And here we see the downward spiral of once a once skeptic and scientifically minded Dr. Kelly Neff. Here we go. So she says, about six months later, my boyfriend Jimmy Ohm took me to a crystal healing course taught by a Reiki master, Theo Lee, who walked us through a bunch of different stones and he allowing us to hold them and perceive their energies. I like Jimmy Ohm. Jimmy Ohm sounds like a young electricity wielding superhero. <laughs> like radioactive boy or something like that. And then like later on, they'll have like a more grizzled version named James. I'm James Ohm or Jim Ohm. Yeah. And his powers are just reduced to like slightly more static electricity when he grabs blankets at night. Oh, that's yeah, kind of boring. No good. <laughs> so in what was very much a blind experiment, I found that even with my eyes closed, I could feel how each stone was different and how it resonated and vibrated in my hand. I felt something real. Um, that's in italics, that I could not explain or ignore. So, okay, so for starters, her initial misstep here is that she went with a blind experiment. I think she needs to add another blind in there, but, you know, double blind experiment. <laughs> uh, also, the word real. <laughs> also, the word real in the sentence, uh, like I said, is italic. So, I, you know, I felt something real is in italic, so you know it's scientifically sound. You know, yeah. It's obvious. Yeah, it's real. I felt real. something real. <laughs> Really real. So continuing with quoting the article, fast forward a few years and I am now a complete crystal fanatic. I use them on myself during Reiki. I apply them in healing sessions for others. I sleep with them under my pillow. I grid my house out of them, out with them. So I keep them in my car. I gift them to loved ones and random strangers. (laughs) I just... I just pictured Dr. Neff approaching a bum on the street and handing them a crystal. Here you go. Now, now build a crystal grid out of your cardboard box. You aren't going to go buy booze with this rock quartz now, are you? <laughs> I could get a top dollar at the New Age store. I don't know why he's, why it's he, probably gangster, but he probably yeah, could. He probably could is the sad part. <laughs> Uh, so the next heading in this article is called, Why Do I Do This? That's a great question. <laughs> I ask myself <laughs> that every day I'm alive. <laughs> like, as soon as you open your eyes in the morning, why do I do this? What's her answer to this question she just asked herself? She says, because I have to trust my intuition. So, okay, great scientific approach, except for the exact opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, she should really be trusting her dowsing rod. Oh, true. Good point. No one is li- listening to the Indian Reiki master here, which is really the sad <laughs> thing. No, they need to listen to our other episodes before. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So then she becomes plagued by her old skeptical, scientifically minded past and goes on to say, maybe this is just the placebo effect and these crystals that resonate so deeply with me are just dumb rocks. 
Yep. That's a, yeah, a little extreme, but, um, but then in true crystal power form, she goes back to her truth here, but on, she says, but on some deeper spiritual level, I know that this is not the case. It's convenient. Convenient. Yeah, <laughs> So convenient. So she continues saying, some people might criticize me for this perspective or call it pseudoscience, but I bet those same people are reading this article right now on their device's LCD screen, which stands for liquid crystal display, which is powered by a a processor chip made of silicon, an element derived or synthesized from silicate materials in the Earth's crust, aka crystals. So are crystals just random rocks? Or are they some of the most powerful and intriguing materials on this planet necessary for the functioning of modern technology? I'm going with the latter on that yeah, one. Yeah, I am too. Solid point. You know, just just like uh, some people right now may be behind on listening to our podcast and are listening to this very episode during the holiday season, surrounded by Christmas decorations, including a mistletoe. You're, you're, you're catching up. I understand. People do that. I listen to old episodes of uh, podcasts. So is the mistletoe just some random weed or is it some of the most powerful cancer curing remedies on this planet necessary for the functioning of healthy cells over cancerous cells? The latter. Yeah, clearly the exactly. latter. Again. I just like this. You can make a fancy thing out of something. Therefore, my goofy belief about that thing is true. Like, that's <laughs> all this is. <laughs> that's all it is. So here we go. Dr. Neff titles the next heading with the science of crystals. So finally, you know, after all this, some science from a scientist. An intu- intuition-based scientist, but, you know, a scientist nonetheless. So. Yeah, we got to get something. Yeah. Yeah, something. So she says, crystals are millions of years old, forged during the earliest parts of Earth's formation. Okay, so far so good. They are the most orderly structure that exists in nature, meaning they have the lowest amount of entropy. So a measure for disorder. Uh, Crystals are structured in such a way that they respond to the inputs of all different energies around them, leading them to oscillate and emit specific uh, vibratory frequencies. So because the crystal lattice is so balanced and orderly, the energy it emits is constant, and when dissonant energy is inputted, it is balanced and transformed into harmonic energy. So note, she says, note, I am not, I am a psychologist, not a physicist, so uh, for more specifics on the Chris, on the physics behind this, check out this great article um, by Alpha Healing, and sh- or Alf, is, is that Alpha Healing? Al- A-L- Al- Aleph. Aleph Healing. Sorry, it's a link here. So the link, you go to the link and it uh, shows you what it is here. Yeah, I, I like this. I, I'm no expert, but here's my explanation anyway for some reason. I just, I don't know. <laughs> so the link she offers leads to yet another horribly designed website. There are so many in the Crystal Healing community. I don't know. You know. You would think there would be a web developer crystal. Yeah. I mean, I it's think- all about programming. Why can't they just <laughs> program a crystal? If you could program a crystal, you should be able to design a website. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she, you know, she offers this link and you go to this this thing. And, but, you know, you go to the link. It doesn't really speak to the physics of the crystals, but just more of the crystal Healy feelies. Oh, the so, Healy feelies yeah, back. Bring back the Healy feelies. Back from the dead. You got to have them. <laughs> Okay, so no science uh, so far under the uh, science of crystals heading in the article. So we're going to move on from that. Yeah, you would have thought (laughs) you'd have the science there. I don't. (laughs) It's a work in progress. I mean, it's a work in progress, you know. Yeah. I'll give that to Yeah. Yeah. She goes on in the article to talk about how crystals are used in our modern technology. Of course, she name drops Nikola Tesla because, you know, what's a good article in crystal healing without dragging poor old Tesla into it, you know? Yeah, this seems 
every like renegade scientist. <laughs> like anytime you got to bring in Tesla. That's the only <laughs> they don't really talk too much about like his like death ray weapon ideas that right. gets left out of the discussion of Tesla. He was just some hippie who talked to aliens um, and had weird ideas about electricity. This is also a common. I mean, we've seen this already about the crystals used in modern technology, about how this this yeah. is like the gateway drug to crystal healing. It's like, well, I mean, if I use quartz to make a computer, I can use quartz to get rid of my headaches, to cure <laughs> my athlete's foot. It could do anything. Yeah. It's like, let's just settle down with the quartz. Um, you know, can't yeah. do everything. Yeah, it can't. You know, surprisingly, it makes computers. Isn't that enough? Yeah. Isn't that enough? <laughs> we <laughs> ask far too not. much of quartz. <laughs> It's make so the computers sad. that you do this, your wonderful websites on, you know? Come on. Yeah, they, they let you make the crystal <laughs> healing website. That's all they need to do. That's the best courts can do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she asks, um, and I'll quote her here. She asks, why do crystals seem to have an impact on spiritual growth? The answer comes in the form of energy, frequency, and vibration. So there, um, this is where she says, Tesla says there are, uh, these are the key factors in understanding the universe. Oh, of course. I Yeah, of course. That's yeah. all that needs it's to be said. Obvious. I mean, <laughs> it just displays itself. Yep. I actually love the merging of um, actual things, um, testable and observable things like energy, frequency, vibrations, with very like vague, ill-defined things like spiritual growth. It's yeah, nice. and you never it's hear like what energies and frequencies and vibrations are important. Right. It's just like it's just each crystal has a vibration, has a frequency. <laughs> And, and where's some numbers? Can I get some I kind of data? I Any kind want of data, really just one number. <laughs> just That's one. all I want is just one number <laughs> to just tie this whole thing together. Give me something that I can grasp onto. <laughs> oh, I would love some laws. Give me some yeah, laws of nature please. about crystal healing. <laughs> so she reminds us to recall under the science of crystals section that she talked about oscillating vibrations and frequencies of crystals and how the human body also vibrates as do the chakras so that when we come into contact with crystals the crystals vibrations interact interacts with the vibrations of the cells within our own bodies man wouldn't that be annoying if your chakras were vibrating constantly it would and your yeah. and your different chakras obviously have different vibrations yeah it's i could just imagine <laughs> That's uh, why I can't dance. Yep. It's yeah, all the different exactly. vibrations. I can't deal off. with it. <laughs> um, and to offer evidence for this claim, she cited a new peer-reviewed study from a scientific journal called... Oh, I'm just kidding. She pulled this out of her ass. Oh, that's the... Which is actually, that's an actually the name. Yeah, that's the actual oh. name of the journal. It's, a, it's an unknown one. Oh, I haven't... Can it's you find German, that one on JSTOR? <laughs> I think so. Will Google Scholar pull that one up? Yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't encountered yeah. that one yet. We'll have to you look have to get into deep it. Deep into the Google Google Scholar, but it's in there. Uh, I bet. It's it's, I, I bet it's like triple peer reviewed. I bet it's really hard. <laughs> it's like two peer reviewed. Actually, it's, it's like two two <laughs> peer reviewed. <laughs> like lay off with the peers. Too, too many bad. peers. <laughs> it just disintegrates. Like all right, just a right. hundred and twenty of your peers <laughs> will review your work. And if one of them doesn't like it, you're out. (laughs) That's all it takes. Two appear of you. So Dr. Neff goes goes into this article discussing ancient knowledge of the power of crystals. And most of this would be review since we actually have covered this in our first episode on uh, crystal healing. The series we have. So that's it. I think that's it. That's so we're done with crystals forever. Or are we actually? Ooh, mysterious. Well, 
Is it uh, just as mysterious as anything? It's a bit mysterious. (laughs) There is a crystal involved. Maybe a certain Steven Spielberg movie (laughs) that was critically acclaimed (laughs) and that you all enjoyed it. I believe it won... (laughs) Um, I it won the next five Oscars for Best Picture. Um, oh, it was for sure. so yeah. yep. just the the pure artistry. Yeah, they said the next five Best Picture Oscars. Yep. go and to this particular film. Yeah, it's like and it was like Interstellar. It was based on you know just they fact checked it. They released a science book of the science of yes. this. It's very science heavy too. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's science. They <laughs> tons of numbers, lots of numbers, lots of <laughs> lots of tables, and yep. So much statistical significance, <laughs> and there's a couple of multivariable regressions yep. in there. Oh, uh, I mean, it's it's <laughs> glorious. It's truly glorious, and I hope you're all excited for that. <laughs> and with that, we are done. Yeah. So, Brent, what did you what did you learn from this week's episode? Well, what it, knowledge I, filled your head? Well, I'll tell you. Um, it was mostly the do- the thing that I remember most was the Doctor Emoto. Water crystal segment. Ah, uh, yes. Um, the happy and sad. Yes. That water. Guy. Yep. Emoto. Emoto. Um, let's do an <laughs> emo band with them. Maybe. I don't know. Emojio. Emojio. Uh, oh. Um, and I also, you know, reading, I remember that. I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize water could read or had a soul. So yeah. That's good. Um, I mean, it's crystals. Yeah. So yep. So I should have assumed. It just follows. Um, also big fan of using percentages to sound sciencey without really doing any science or having numbers really mean anything. Like remember he's like 80%. There was numbers. If we remember we were asking, yeah, there was memories like, you know, yeah, you're right. 80% crystals. I think it was, I don't know if it was 80. I thought it was 10%. Yeah. I think think it's 10% goodness, 10% evil, and then 80% opportunist. Uh, just like us. Yeah. I think we're definitely in the opportunist camp. I'm going to go either way. That's right. Um, whatever whatever gets a laugh out of people, that's yep. really the opportunity I'm waiting for <laughs> in this episode. What um, a- and what about you? Anything stand out to you? I What stood out to me is, again, what I just said. This isn't good fan fiction. <laughs> um, this isn't... I wanted real pseudos. I wanted laws... Of crystal nature. Yeah. That's really what I wanted. I was really excited digging into this topic that we're going to get, you know, these frequencies. So between, you know, X and Y hertz, yep. that's the happiness range. And then and, I, and we, it just isn't there. No. And it's really disappointing. It it's is. just frequencies and vibrations without giving me. I want the stuff. Yeah, I want I somebody. I mean, I think that might be a good avenue for us. Yeah, I think you're I right. I think we can get into that game, really make this scientific. We can make fun of all the other crystal people. Right. Yeah, get into the, then, real, the real science behind frequencies yeah, of crystal. It's yep. like scientific socialism. You make fun of all the <laughs> utopian socialists, like, oh, you're a bunch of dickheads. We got, it's scientific fact, <laughs> this dialectical materialism. We could be that. We could be the marks of crystal healing. <laughs> <laughs> which i never imagined never, would be a thing never thought you'd um, say those that sentence i'm sure but it clearly is and yeah. we clearly could be let's hope uh so a couple things to wrap up one we are very sorry how long this episode took there's been a few twists and turns in our lives yeah, some yes. positive some not so positive um and we'll probably be hearing more about that in the coming weeks to come and hopefully we'll be on a more regular schedule from now on you know we can't you know, we can't guarantee um, that the schedule will be the same every week. But, you know, I think this is a bit of an aberration. Yeah, so we're hoping definitely. that we go to a more 
week to week and a half ish uh, schedule like we've been doing. Yep. Um, if you want to reach out to us, we have. If you want to reach out to us, we have an Instagram at none dare call it ordinary, uh, where we're posting fun pictures that we find on the internet. Some we made ourselves yep, and yep. took ourselves. Yes. Um, some beautiful ones of Brent, I must say. <laughs> and, um, and you and your mask. That's a good one. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. My mask <laughs> and was on there. Dylan, an old school Dylan picture. The old school Dylan when I was really cool, <laughs> when I had my Nirvana shirt and my braces and my acne. Um, that was really, it's all been downhill from there, really. <laughs> We're also, um, we also have an email, uh, none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com. So tell us what you think. Yeah. Did we get something wrong? Did we get something really wrong? Maybe <laughs> catastrophically incorrect. <laughs> just let us know. We know you hate it. Yeah. So just let us know. Yeah. I'm also on Reddit. Um, we kind of have a semi official Reddit account. Um, none dare call ordinary. I mostly use it to answer questions about philosophy. Um, that seems to be what I'm mostly doing with that, but we're also on there. If you like talking to people on that format, go ahead and do it. And I think with that, we are done! Go! Crystal! Send us your frequencies. 